the Shorshin Podcast, shining a light to the nations. Hi, everybody. I'm Bill Cloud, and I want to welcome you once again to our Torah Tidbit. And this week's Torah Tidbit comes from the portion that's called Bo, which is taken from the book of Exodus, chapter 10, verse 1, through chapter 13, verse 16. The word Bo means to come, and it's referring to the fact that God called Moses to go to Pharaoh and to warn him of the last of the ten plagues. And the plagues that we're referring to here are the plague of locusts, then the plague of darkness, and of course, finally, the death of the firstborn. And it's this last plague and the events that are associated with it that we're going to focus on, and specifically, how it speaks to the fact that God, not an angel, but the Creator Himself is the one who protects and defends His people. By those events, of course, I'm alluding to what happened during that last plague, that is, the death of the firstborn, and then the subsequent subsequent deliverance of Israel's firstborn by the observance of the Passover. I think it's important that we acknowledge that more than a physical release from Egyptian bondage, the Passover experience indicated a spiritual release from their bondage to sin because, as a nation, Israel had become powerless, in part due to their assimilation into Egyptian culture. And so then when God delivered them from the mud pits, He also determined to deliver them from the things that were binding them, the things that connected them to the gods of Egypt. Of course, this was ultimately accomplished because they placed their trust in the blood of a lamb. And this point brings us to this compelling quote attributed to a man by the name of C.G. Montefiore, who was a 20th century Jewish leader. And he said this, The exodus from Egypt is not only one of the greatest events and epics in the history of the Jews, but one of the greatest events and epics in the history of the world. And to that successful escape, Europe, America, and Australia are as much indebted as the Jews themselves. And the men of Europe, America, and Australia might join with us, Jews, in celebrating the feast of the Passover. Of course, I wholeheartedly agree with him. Now, the Hebrew term Pesach, which means Passover, by the way, not pass by, and that is a very important point to distinguish. I remember years ago, I used to think that when God saw the blood upon the door, He would see the blood, and then He would pass by that particular house, and then He would go on to the next one, and that might be the one that He strikes down the firstborn. But if you read the Scripture, it seems to say otherwise. In fact, if we look in Exodus chapter 12, it says this, For the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians, and when He sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to enter your houses to strike you. And so if you read that very carefully, you see that he didn't pass by, he passed over. So what did he mean when he said, I will pass over you? I want to read you a quote from a book called 
Christ and the Passover by Moshe Rosen that I believe sheds some light on this particular subject. Mr. Rosen said this, these words, Pesach and Pesach, resemble the Egyptian word Pesh, which means to spread wings over in order to protect. And again, that's from the book, Christ and the Passover. Another interesting observation is made by a gentleman by the name of Arthur Pink in his book, Gleanings in Exodus. He said this, the word is used in this sense in Isaiah 31 verse five, as birds flying, so will the Lord of hosts defend Jerusalem. Defending also he will deliver it and passing over, and that word is pasoach, he will preserve it. The word has consequently the very meaning of the Egyptian term for spreading the wings over and protecting. And Pesach, the Lord's Passover, means such sheltering and protection as is found under the outstretched wings of the Almighty. Again, from the book Gleanings in Exodus. So all of this information means that when God said, I will pass over you, he was defending that home by passing over it, spreading his wings over it, and not allowing the destroyer to come into that home because, as it turns out, it's the destroyer who passed by. And so more than anything, Pesach speaks of God's commitment to protect his people. Furthermore, he does it himself, not through an angel. And this confirms to me that redemption for all was not accomplished by a mere man or an angel, but by God himself. And that point brings us to the next one, the one who wrought our redemption. In Egypt, the marker that determined whether the firstborn would live or die, it was the blood of a spotless lamb without any blemish. And so it is Yeshua who serves as the sign, the identifier that we belong to God He's the one that stands between us and death. He is the one who defends us from the destroyer. The Lamb of God, Yeshua the Messiah, said this to the congregation of Philadelphia in the book of Revelation in chapter three. He said, you have a little strength, have kept my word and have not denied my name because you have kept my command to persevere I also will keep, and that word would mean to guard or protect. He said, I will also protect you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell upon the earth. But he also said this to the inhabitants of Jerusalem at the time of Passover 2,000 years ago in Luke chapter 13. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets, and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate. And so he says to them that their house was in effect vulnerable to the destroyer because the one who defends, the one who delivers, was not embraced as the Lamb of God, and their house was open for the destroyer to come in. Now, to accentuate this point, the Hebrew text that speaks of the Passover lamb in Exodus chapter 12 says literally 
Pesach Hu La Yud which is interpreted as it is the Lord's Passover or it is a Passover unto the Lord. However, that Hebrew phrase could be literally translated as he is the Lord's Passover or he is the Lord's Pesach. The he, of course, would be speaking of the lamb, which is Yeshua the Messiah. And that means, ladies and gentlemen, that he was there in Egypt defending those who placed their trust in him, which of course is symbolized by the blood upon the door and by the Pesach lamb. Now where the blood is concerned, here's an interesting point, at least it is to me. Some rabbinical sources say that the blood was applied to the inside of the doorway, not the outside as most of us have assumed, including myself. That means then it would have been hidden to everybody but God. Only he could detect whether the blood was applied to the door or not. Now the Jewish commentator Rashi wrote that an Egyptian firstborn who may have wished to hide in a Hebrew home still died because the blood was not what spared them per se. It was their trusting in the blood that spared them. They had to trust that God would keep his promise to spare them during this plague. And I believe that that speaks to the fact that the blood of the lamb must be upon our heart. In Egypt, it was not about what that house looked like on the outside, but the condition of the house on the inside. That is those who were placing their trust in God. And so it is with us today. And so then when he sees the blood, he will pass over us. This house, my body, he will pass over. He will protect me and he'll protect my family from the destroyer because Psalm 91 promises us this. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His, his truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. So when I read that, I can't help but think of what happened at the Passover. And it also reminds me of this. Years ago, Marty Getz did a song called, He Is My Defense. And it goes on to say that I shall not be moved. Because when we place our trust in Him, when we trust in the blood of the Lamb, then we can be confident that He will protect us, though we might be in the midst of terror pestilence, and destruction. Now, there's one other important thing to consider as we face the, the approaching darkness of the times in which we live. That's a very important thing to remember, that He is our defense. And when we place our trust in Him, we cannot be moved. Well, that's it for this week's Torah Tidbit. I want to thank you for joining me. Join us again next week. Until then, Shalom. Like what you're hearing? Become a BillCloud Premium Partner to watch or listen to hundreds of hours of teachings and resources on demand. Go to BillCloud.com slash subscribe to start watching today.